Welcome to Missed Opportunities for Good, the podcast where we open up the space to have conversations about trends that we're seeing at the intersection of marketing and impact. Hi, I'm Alana. Hi, I'm Steph. We're social impact strategists, colleagues, and friends who are on a mission to revolutionize the industry we love. Today, there's a lot of virtue signaling, greenwashing, cosewashing, or companies just saying nothing at all out of fear of getting it wrong. Whether it's a moment or a movement, it still has to be real. It has to be authentic and aligned with the brand. Not just performative, it's about the action being taken that goes along with the messaging. We're here to highlight who's doing it well, what could be better, and how companies can stop leaving money and the potential for real social change on the table. So let's get into it. All right. So for our first case study, we are looking at Dove Cost of Beauty, which is part of the Self-Esteem Project. Dove's latest real beauty campaign focuses on the cost of beauty through following the story of a young girl who's influenced by the definitions of beauty, unfortunately, as defined negatively by influencers on social media. It's heartbreaking. She ends up in a rehab facility for an eating disorder. There's a montage at the end, which actually highlights a number of other young girls and different conditions that they're now experiencing due to negative beauty influences on social media. It's terrible. As part of this, the Dove Self-Esteem Project actually found that social media is harming the mental health of guess how many? Tell me stuff. Three in five kids. Three in five kids is being harmed by mental, their mental health is being harmed by social media. It's just awful. So anyway, there's a beautiful, chilling rendition of the song, You Are So Beautiful. And in fact, it's performed by an artist who goes by the name Self-Esteem. And that is the soundtrack for the spot. I mean, you really can't make this up. You can't. So perfect and aligned. Yeah. What's so interesting about this is, you know, I... But I was an intern at Ogilvy when Dove first launched the Real Beauty campaign. And I remember, that was in 2004. And I remember thinking, wow, this is going to change everything. And, and it really, it has. It's incredible what they've done. It's amazing. Yeah. As you mentioned, the Dove Self-Esteem Project has been around for almost 20 years. And yeah. in that time, it's become the largest self-esteem education provider in the world. In the world! <laughs> I mean, come on, Dove. This is amazing. It gives so girls good. the tools they need to build self-esteem and body confidence, which, as we can see, is clearly so important. They've been at it for so long. Yeah. Dove helps parents, mentors, teachers, and youth leaders deliver self-esteem education. Uh, as of 2020, we found they had reached 60 million young people with the goal of reaching a quarter billion by 2030 to Love help that. build their positive body image. So Dove has really taken this cause on and run with it in a big, big way. Yeah, yeah. They they basically decided like, we are real beauty and they've stuck with it ever since. And it's so it's impactful. Unbelievable. Just shows you if you choose one thing and you own it. And do it sky's, well. And, and, do, and do, it, do it really well. Sky's the limit. Absolutely. With that, let's take them through our criteria. Absolutely. So for alignment, I mean, we know the answer to this, but 
Is this impact aligned with Dove's values and goals? Ding, 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 ding. Hell yes. I am saying a big hell yes. This is incredible. It does not get more aligned than this. Absolutely. Let's talk partnerships. I know you mentioned the influencer partnership already. So tell us a little more about that. Sure. So as we mentioned, self-esteem, her real name is Rebecca Lucy Taylor. She's a British recording artist, and she has personally shared her feelings about how her self-worth, her body image, and her career has all been impacted through social media. And she did this through a piece of branded content for Dove that she posted on her own social media, right? So being able to see that consistency of the messaging from Dove to the talent that they're associating themselves with, I mean, it's just, it's really great to see. And that's that's how you create that groundswell of messaging when all parties are saying the same thing at the same time. Absolutely. They've also had some other talent partners in the past, of course, like everyone from Cartoon Network, Shonda Rhimes, Lena Waithe, Lauren Chan, Jazz Jennings, a former Love of Good client, and other body positive influencers. Absolutely. Um, that they Div- can tap a into. A diverse collection of people. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah, for sure. And then partnerships in terms of nonprofits, tell us about what partners they chose for this specific campaign and how aligned and strong those partnerships are. Great question. So, you know, any other company, one nonprofit would have been enough. Dove? No. Two. Two nonprofits. So the first nonprofit is Parents Together Action. And their whole mission is to take action on issues that benefit families, plain and simple. But some of those actions are paid family leave, education, and keeping immigrant families together. They are also the host for the petition, which is Dove's call to action, which we'll get into in a minute. The second nonprofit is Common Sense Media. They are the nation's leading nonprofit organization dedicated to improving kids' lives and families through trustworthy information, education. They're just about making the media safer for kids. So these two nonprofits together really make for a nice package for Dove to align themselves with. Absolutely. Dove seems to have a knack for finding the correct nonprofit partners that are really truly aligned with their missions. They do. And, you know, there are, of course, other nonprofits as well that they've tapped into in the past. So World Association of Girl Guides and Girl Scouts, the Center for Appearance Research, they do a lot of studies with them, the Women's Dermatologic Society, as well as UNICEF. So really, again, broad range of nonprofits, but each one makes sense for the bigger cause and mission. Absolutely. On the same note of nonprofits, do we know if there was a donation involved or any other sort of monetary investment with these organizations? You know, I'm going to say yes, because I am (laughs) pro-Duff. They don't necessarily spell out how much was donated to these organizations. It's clear that through these very high-touch events and experiences that they offer for young women and girls that Dove is clearly sponsoring these events. Ideally, sure, there would be a direct donation involved to these organizations as well to support the work that they're doing on the ground. That was not blatantly expressed, but 
I'm I'm going to say yes. To some extent, <laughs> there had to have been. There's definitely impact being made. So whatever right. the partnership they're doing is, right. it's working. Absolutely. We kind of touched on this already, but how's their follow through? So, I mean, a 20 year commitment. They said, you know, this is this is all part of their ongoing real beauty campaign. And this started, like we said, in 2004. Alana, what year is it? It's 2023. So we're, <laughs> we're in towards that 20 years very quickly. Very quickly. So yeah, it's, it's a tremendous commitment that they've made. It shows up in every single marketing piece that they do. And, and it just shows how they have so organically and authentically integrated this big purpose into, into their brand and into all messaging. So yeah, I would say follow through is definitely there. They deliver. Uh, Call to action. I know we mentioned this very briefly earlier, but tell us more about, there are many calls to action in this case. Uh, There are, there are, but the, the biggest one, the most that's in your face, which is what we want to see, right? Whenever we're looking at these campaigns is to sign the petition. And the petition is for the Pass the Kids Online Safety Act. And as of our recording today, they needed, what, 15,000 more signatures, I think? Something around that. So come yeah. on, we can totally help them out with this. Right? Let's let's rally the missed opportunities for good audience. Everybody, please, we're going to keep a link in the show notes. Go sign this petition. So important. We need to keep kids safe. And of course, in addition to the petition, they have educational resources and different recommendations broken down by categories of people who can help. So parents and mentors of young girls, teachers and educators, and youth leaders. So they're trying to touch everyone that has a positive influence on girls and young women. Absolutely. And transparency. I mean, seems like the messaging is pretty clear, wouldn't you say? I would say so. And then last engagement piece again, kind of already touched on this, but how are they engaging customers, community, employees? Yeah, great question. I mean, look, they they are definitely engaging their community and customers. I don't know about employees, but I, I would like to think that employees are also encouraged to take advantage of all of these incredible resources that they offer and that they are participating actively in these events. You know, hopefully also Dove is doing internal programs that are just a reflection of what is being spoken on the outside. I'm, I'm certain of it. I can't, I'm not, I'm not on the inside, but I I would like to think. And so, yeah, if anybody is working with Dove, please let us know. Right. Because they, I mean, as you now understand, Dove is missed opportunities for good gold standard. (laughs) Stamp of approval. There it is. Stamped. They've even just launched a campaign for the virtual beauty space yeah. that we've discovered. Challenging female representation in video games is that is now such a, an area that needs exploration and improvement. For sure. <laughs> they did a research study with women in games and found that 60% of girls and 62% of women feel misrepresented in the gaming sphere, mm. which obviously is, you know, I mean, from the little I know about gaming, I would say that feels right. 
I'm probably yes. not even higher that feel misrepresented. Right. <laughs> and over one third of young girls' self-esteem is being negatively impacted by the current lack of diversity. So obviously an area that could use a lot of support and love to see Dove creating interesting campaign with lots of action steps in this space as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love this quote that we found. It says, we've created a coalition of allies in the gaming industry and beyond, including Epic Games, Unreal Engine, and Women in Games. Together with our Real Virtual Beauty Coalition, we're on a mission to educate and empower game developers to create a healthier, more diverse representation of girls and women in gaming all around. Dove, please take a freaking bow. Because we are not worthy of all of this. This is just incredible. Amazing. And I'd also like to point out how important these coalitions are, right? By encouraging others in your industry to jump on board and participate in this as well. By Dove leading the way for all these gaming companies and different organizations related to gaming to come together to have an impact, I feel like is huge, right? So it's wonderful to see them kind of taking the lead on that. Yeah. And fun fact, right before we recorded this, as soon as we found out that this coalition was happening, we actually reached out to a friend of ours who works in the gaming industry and said, hey, did you know that Dove is doing this? And she was like, no, but this is amazing. And I'm going to bring it up at our next meeting. So Dove, you're already making an impact and we're thrilled to help you out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Alana. Tell us about our second case study of the day. What you got? This one is not quite the gold standard. This one's really looking to catch up a bit. Would say so. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) For this case study, we're looking at Samsung's latest Voices of the Galaxy campaign. Samsung has been doing an ongoing campaign called Voices of the Galaxy, showcasing stories of real people who are making a positive impact in their own lives or in their communities and how they're using the Samsung Galaxy phone in unique ways. It seems Um, so promising. It sounds like such a great concept. Surface level, absolutely. They're beautifully shot. They're little mini documentaries, like two to three minutes. Previous episodes included a man turning ocean-bound plastic waste into plant pots. Love that. Giving it a second life. Another one was showcasing Bolivian women that are driving social change with skateboards and smartphones. Heck yes. Very cool. I mean, I wanted to learn how to skateboard after watching them. (laughs) And now this episode, the latest installment, is about an indigenous community in the Amazon working to protect the rainforest also their home. So important. Um, So important. As it's told from the viewpoint of the chief and his teenage daughter, it showcases the beauty of the rainforest. It talks about the importance of connection to mother nature. The phone is highlighted by using it to report illegal logging. So it helps them stay safer by being able to take photos from far away and report them to authorities. So the village doesn't get attacked. All sounds good so far. This is great. Again, highlighting that the rainforests are being destroyed at a rapid rate. That's super important, obviously, um, because this is harming our local global ecosystems, destroying people's homes who've lived on this land for generations, forcing them to move, destroying the animals' homes and habitats, and obviously having a really dire overall effect on climate. So yes, highlighting a hugely important issue. They include some statistics about deforestation from the World Wildlife Foundation highlighting those here as well, because they are really important to know. The Amazon is home to 30 million people. 
and it stores 200 billion, that's with a B, 200 billion tons of carbon. And if deforestation continues, 40% of the rainforest will be lost by 2050. Whoa! And as we just revisited, you know, 2050 is not that far away. That's within our lifetime, very much so. Um, and scary for the fact when you think of, you know, our children and children's children and what the world will look like if that disappears. Terrifying. Yeah. And, you know, I, I watched the spot too, and I love that they incorporated in the daughter's poetry into the voiceover. It really personalizes the spot and helps tell the story of how this indigenous community is using technology, like you said. All right. So let's jump in. We're going to evaluate it based on our criteria. So number one, alignment. Is Samsung's impact aligned with their brand values and goals? What do you think? Unfortunately, I would say in this case, the only alignment is how they're highlighting interesting ways the product is being used. Boom. All right, then let's move on to number two. What about talent or an influencer partnership? None in this case. All right, moving on. Nonprofit partnership? Donation made? I was really hoping that there would be some sort of connection to World Wildlife Foundation, if not another organization. But unfortunately, we could not find any information about a partnership or a donation being made. Womp, womp. Such a bummer. All right. Follow through. No follow through because no action was taken. Bingo. Call to action. I really wanted to have an access point to take action after watching this because it really does inspire you to want to do something for the rainforest yet there was zero call to action both in the spots or on the samsung website or really anywhere on the internet in relation to this spot yeah come on samsung how how are you going to pull on our heartstrings and then not tell us to do something about it like rude all right transparency Well, they didn't take any impact, so nothing really to be transparent about, I guess. Right. And engagement of customers, communities, employees. Again, unfortunately, there was no engagement steps to be made. Okay. Let's think about now, there's clearly many missed opportunities for good here. So we're going to break it down with you, our listeners, go through and tell you what we think our recommendations for value add to save Samsung's butt would be in this case. (laughs) All right. So Alana, nonprofit partnership, hit me. I mean, the obvious one, right, is at the very least, you're quoting World Wildlife, so yeah. fun statistics. Like WWF, no brainer. Partnership, sure. donation, send them some money, anything. Yeah. Also could be a partnership with a local nonprofit that's supporting the work of the indigenous community that we're highlighting specifically, or a global nonprofit that's working to save the same rainforest. Any of these could work. Some examples from some basic research, Amazon Watch, Rainforest Foundation, the Nature Conservancy, Amazon Conservation. We'll include some links in the show notes if you're so inspired after watching this spot and you would like to make a donation. Yeah, there you go. Uh, there's really, <laughs> you know, some some real opportunity here to truly make an impact. And it was clearly very much lacking. For sure. All right. And donation or monetary investment. How are we going to do that? Again, making a meaningful donation to any of the above nonprofits would be a great start just to see them putting some money where their mouth is Yes, to really stand for the cause that they're highlighting, but not really 
literally investing in. Absolutely. And lastly, I think this is a no-brainer at this point, but call to action. What can we, we do? We love a good call to action. We do. We There's do. Because so that means that you're serious. Here. <laughs> Absolutely. And it encourages your customers. It encourages your employees. It's yeah. taking people on the journey with you, really, right? If you have a call to action, you're bringing them with you. It's no longer just about what you're doing on your end. It's a, it's a collective it's co-creation, right? And 1, so here, in this case, a call to action, you know, similar to Dove, where's the petition? We could have had a petition designed to save the rainforest. Is there another Easily. sort of policy to support? Is there an initiative that Samsung could be working with policymakers to write that we could, you know, really be pushing for yeah. a prompt to contact your local officials? Again, supporting the nonprofit, a prompt to donate or to volunteer or spread awareness. How can we utilize this in a meaningful way to inspire action across the board? That's really what it's about, right? It's not just performative messaging. It's about inspiring action and taking action. Yep. Yep. And you will gain more consumer trust and employee trust as a result. Absolutely. You know, I, I love this, this other quote that we found. I mean, first of all, Kudos, Alana. I feel like that was not an easy ask to break that all down. And, but Samsung, uh, we're here to help. We can really support you in this journey. We can. We can. So, yeah. And as we were doing a little bit more research, you know, we saw that Ogilvy, which is the agency that worked on this campaign, Carlos Perez, the executive creator director, said, Our mission with Voices of Galaxy was fiercely bottom up from the start to elevate the story of those groups who have repurposed Galaxy technology entirely independently in order to mobilize, organize, and stand for their cause. At least someone is. (laughs) In meeting the chief and his daughter, we wanted to help tell their story and do their mission justice. As the film shows... They, you know, the chief and his daughter speak for themselves, literally, in their actions. We are extremely proud and privileged. Yes, you are very privileged to share and amplify their voices as part of the ongoing effort to protect the Amazon. So trying to escape not taking any action by saying the action that we were taking from the get-go was to elevate those who are actually taking the actions not going to cut it anymore. Yeah, these days it's not enough. And again, it is really important to share these stories because we might not have known who these, you know, wonderful people were. Oh, for sure. But, but also like they're doing this because that's their livelihood and that's where they live and they're honestly the frontline workers for the rest of us, right? They're there doing yes. the work. We need to support them. I can only hope that they were being compensated fairly for us to tell their stories. Oh, Oh, my last bone to pick with this before we move on. Yeah. That just kind of bumped me out back to the social media we're talking about with Dove and the harm it's causing. But so many of the PR images, the top PR image used in so many of these articles was of Mm. the three teenage girls surrounding a cell phone. What? Not the like beautiful landscape of the rainforest with one of these super impactful quotes or just the beautiful landscape of the rainforest. But three girls around a cell phone, which is you know, honestly harming our youth in so many ways. And so as we're talking to protect the rainforest, let's keep it about the rainforest in that case and not just try to sell more phones. God damn it. Stepping (laughs) off my soapbox now. Let's get into our last example. All right. All right. Our last example for this episode is unbecoming 
My Black is Beautiful. My Black is Beautiful is a line of P&G hair care products that are designed for and by Black women. Love this. If you're not familiar. And, you know, it's the, the quick summary of this is that it's a montage of Black women and girls slowly and gently taking their hair down at the end of their respective days and, quote unquote, unbecoming the facade of masking and hiding their natural hair in various ways. The campaign really tackles the acceptance of Black women and natural hair. They're redefining and reclaiming the definition of what is beautiful, which is pretty amazing. Some of the VO, just to highlight how wonderful this spot is, and says they tell Black women like us that beautiful is something we become, when really, beautiful is something we have always been. What's unbecoming of a Black woman is becoming who you are. Oh, chills. It's so good. It's so good. And, you know, we found a quote from Cartwright, which is the creative agency that worked on this, and says, we created a campaign that introduces a new phrase, unbecoming, into the cultural vernacular that could turn a vulnerable moment of undoing a Black woman's hair into a moment of strength and confidence. It just truly shines through. I love everything about this. Yes, it was beautifully shot, intentionally lit. Yeah. It cast a range of skin tones and showed the importance of being inclusive of darker skin tones. It was such an inspiring spot. Absolutely. And, you know, there was a queer, black, non-binary, multi-di- multidisciplinary director, Day Day, who was at the helm. And it was an all-black, all-female creative team, which unfortunately is a rarity. And if you want to tell these stories, you have to bring in the community and have them tell it from their own lived experiences. Absolutely. It showed real trust in their team that they valued inclusion and belonging and highlighting this community that they were trying to serve, letting them use their lived experiences to tell those stories, um, highlighting those micro nuances that only they would know. Right. And just really supports the knowing that both the client and the agency believe in the importance of diversity, both in front of and behind the camera in all aspects of the creative process. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that we were really excited about was some supplemental behind the scenes content. You want to tell a little bit about that? Yeah, they had interviews with the creative team, the production team, the talent, showcasing the importance of the film and the subject matter that was being covered within the film and the messaging being told. We highly recommend you check it out. It's just as beautiful and impactful as the actual spot and really goes to show who is behind and in front of the camera in in both respects and how important this work even is, is to them as individuals. Absolutely. And it just goes to show that having supplemental content to really tell the full story is so important. And it's just adding even more impact and amplifying the message. It's, it's really phenomenal work. So now we'll evaluate based on some of our criteria. We're going to do a little rapid fire as we've already talked a little bit about some of the pieces we've loved about this spot, but just some of the things we want to highlight that have done been done really well from this. Yeah. So in terms of partnerships, obviously there wasn't a nonprofit involved. There doesn't need to be a cause or a nonprofit directly involved. And while they had big name talent in this, the brand really didn't need that to make a statement and make a difference. 
it, it of course helps to amplify, but as we talked about, like this behind the scenes content really does the heavy lifting there. Absolutely. And sometimes, right, highlighting an issue or a cause doesn't need to be called out blatantly as so. You can still shift culture by the type of messaging that you're including. And, Amen. Yes. Which is, you know, aligned with some of the previous work that PNG has done as well. Yeah, for sure. Like the talk, the look, the choice. And they even have that whole widen the screen program. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Widen the Screen is a content creation, talent development, and partnership platform created by PNG that celebrates creativity and enables Black creators to share the full richness of the Black experience. So this is just another example, right, of how PNG across their brands is really stepping into the space of understanding the need to highlight the Black experience and Black voices, both in front of and behind the camera and issues facing that community. Absolutely. And look, as far as call to actions go, like not directly related to this campaign, but PNG, like Alana just said, has done a lot of work related to racial justice. And, you know, we would really love to hear from you. What would be your recommendation for value add? For example, we would love to see them continue their support with mental health. They did, this is specific to My Black is Beautiful, but in 2020, they had a partnership with Therapy for Black Girls. Obviously, that was during the height of the COVID pandemic, but it would be amazing because mental health is still such a big issue that it would be amazing to see them continue that partnership with Therapy for Black Girls. For sure. Okay. So let's leave on a high note. We're going to wrap this up. Let's summarize. What have we learned, Alana? (laughs) Today, we have learned that Dove sets the bar for what is possible. They're consistent over the years throughout their real beauty campaigns. Their campaigns are always tied to research. They provide actionable steps that can be taken and offer educational tools that anyone can use and, and even through events as well. So both the tools that you can use at home yeah. and in your work, and then also events throughout the world really to implement those. For sure. Samsung, on the other hand, has some work to do. We're here to help you, Samsung. Give us a call. (laughs) We really appreciate that the campaign is aiming to build awareness for the deforestation of the Amazon, right? But it's such a dire issue at this point that awareness campaigns just aren't enough. And honestly, from what we've discussed, the content borders on exploiting the community that they're supposedly lifting up and trying to help. P&G has made a conscious effort over the last few years to celebrate diverse voices and stories. So this is another example of their continuation in this effort with My Black is Beautiful. It's great to see that P&G has been stepping up to Unilever's push for purpose-driven work as they are, you know, direct competitors. Correct. And look, as outsiders looking in, this is just our perspectives on the work being put out into the world. We know that companies usually have the best intentions in mind. Though, as we've seen over the years, even the best intentions are not enough if there isn't alignment with your brand values and a commitment to action. So let's shine a light and learn from those who are doing it well and reduce the missed opportunities for good. We want to hear from you. Please let us know. What campaigns are you seeing that are doing it well? Who would you like to see us interview? And what campaigns would you like us to audit? 
Thank you so much for joining us today on our mission to revolutionize the industry we love.